Hey, what's up, Westdale? I'm Biff Wilson. I sat down with the two building principals, uh, Todd Reagan from the uh, elementary school and Adam Perdue from the middle school, high school. And we just talked about uh, what's happening in each building, uh, some exciting things, some positive things. Uh, we went from robots uh, to dugouts to dogs. So uh, I think you'll find there's some really interesting things going on at Westdale Community Schools. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Podcast Center. Welcome, Adam, Mr. Purdue. Thank Todd, you. Mr. Reagan. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for stopping in. Hopefully we can make this a, a more regular thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, we'll get the emails going, get the schedules going, and, and we can inform the community and the students and, and to use those buzzwords, the stakeholders, uh, of things that are going on in, in both buildings and throughout the corporation. So I guess we'll just start out really with what's happening at the elementary school. What, what kind of neat things are you doing and looking forward to right now? Yeah, right now things are buzzing with science of reading, which everybody's, that's kind of a buzzword now uh, in the education land. Um, our reading specialist, Mrs. Whitinger, is training teachers, and uh, we are also part of the Indiana Literacy Cadre through the Department of Education. Uh, we're in group two with that, so um, we get some additional materials and training um, that Mrs. Whitinger can push out to the teachers. Uh, but really, they're, um, they have taken to that really well. This is primarily a K-3 through initiative to really make sure that we're teaching all of the aspects of reading. Um, not that we weren't teaching reading before, right. um, as some people think, but um, it's really just refining what we're doing and make sure that we're including all the important components of it. Um, so that our goal down the road is when we send kids to the middle school, um, everybody's a reader or they have plans in place through special education or whatever to assist them as needed. So you have, there, there are different proficiencies then for each grade level, I'm assuming. Yeah. So, um, it's really, again, kind of in those primary grades, uh, restructuring kind of how we did the reading block from before and, uh, making sure that we have the correct components, but also some push in services, um, with a win time that stands for what I need to target kids that have specific deficiencies. Okay. And so those are going to be in small group settings, um, really differentiated to what the, what each student needs. Okay. Fantastic. Um, uh, Mr. Purdue, what's, what's new here at the high school? Well, high school, middle school, we'll start with the middle school. Right. We're, we're kind of gearing up for the spring, uh, the assessment there in I learn. We just met the other day and got to drill into some data. And so our middle school teachers are motivated. They're, our students are seeing a lot of growth. We had our uh, fall and winter assessments and uh, we're pretty excited about what the re- you know, results there. And so they're uh, kind of created a pathway. Uh, we do a lot of fun activities as well leading up to it. And so kind of make it a whole building type approach um, and just know that, you know, show our kids that we really you know, care and we're, we're, we're with them sure. and that, you know, they're, they're better prepared than what they realize. Um, high school level, you know, we're kind of gearing up for, uh, you know, just uh, staying on track with our seniors, making sure they finish strong. Uh, you know, we're also kind of entering that time of year where we're playing all the fun activities we do in the, in the springtime. Uh, we're from from honor day programs to spring fling and and prom and all those things. So uh, and scooter five hundred, of course. Oh, you cannot, yeah. yeah, you cannot miss the scooter five hundred. Right. So that's always one to look forward to. So you know we're we're meeting and making sure that uh, we're kind of mapping out all those events coming up this spring. But uh, it's been a you know we've had a great uh, you know, first semester and then start the second semester. I've been really proud of the growth that we've seen you know overall from just a 
the different components of um, you know all the offerings that we offer here at Westdale. Right. Um, you know, we say small school, big opportunities. Yeah, I would say this year we've really tapped in a lot of neat opportunities for our kids. Sure, sure, I I, I agree. Um, and these podcasts are, are are part of that too, so yeah, that's that's great. great. Um, so, staying with the high school, the um, there there was a a uh, community announcement, I guess I, I would call it, for the lack of a, of a better phrase, um, baseball field, softball field renovations, how um, we had uh, saved money uh, with yeah. our with, with some other facility renovations out there with track and with mm-hmm. football, and how those renovations are going to uh, go ahead and, and move forward after the seasons this year. So starting in the summer, when those are all done, um, and and we've we've got that completed, and we're looking at a uh, you know even beyond the the track season, which will be really fun this year with a new mm-hmm. track. Actually, have home meets and and our football uh, stadium and field, which which look fantastic. How do those types of things impact the building? That's a great question. Uh, first off, I mean I'm really proud of you know, how the districts you know, handled that with you know the renovation process. Uh, it's been really neat to be a part of that. Uh, even the, just the design concepts, um, having those meetings with architects and things like that, you learn you learn a lot. Right. And uh, there's a lot of things that sometimes, from the outside looking in, you're thinking you know decision making and things like that. You know how do you make those decisions? Um, and so there's, it takes a really you know a team of people, it takes a community honestly. Uh, and so I'm really proud of the results that we did receive with the football and track. And I am excited too yeah. uh, to host some track events. And uh, we have an awesome uh, timing system. We have a in timing system, so we're learning that right now. Uh, you want to talk to Mr. Denny's? Be a little stressed about that right now because <laughs> uh, we have a. We're actually, we'll be hosting the MEC conference uh, track meet, so uh, so we're looking forward to that. Yeah. But um, you know how that ties into you know how we be able to save that money, be able to put that back into you know uh, phases that we've kind of created to see with our athletic athletic uh, facilities. Uh, but how it impacts us is that you know we're taking just the pride piece. Uh, you feel it in our building. Uh, we, you know, we took the approach before we even touched our athletic facilities. Uh, we went through our building, did renovations, um, really took a lot of pride in our hallways, uh, put uh, money into painting and, and branding and things. And so we're looking to uh, continue that um, as we, you know, as, as anything has phases, you know. Right. And so that was a phase going through our hallways and our, and our branding pieces in our, our building. So it just carries over to the pride piece. You can feel it with our students um, and is in our hallways, the, the spirit that it brings uh, to take pride in their facilities and see things, knowing that there's an investment, not only just what in our athletics, but in our, our building as well and academics. Fantastic. I know we're all looking forward to, well, a lot of things that are going to go on out there, I think, um, with, with sports. And I know uh, even with the football field, Mr. Uh, Mealy had talked about multiple uses. It's not just a football field. And I've already talked to baseball, softball, a right, few others right. that have been out there practicing, mm-hmm. you know, on that field when the weather's been nice. And I think, you know, on, on these days when it's wet or, uh, well, I guess that, that'd really be the thing, um, there's a place and, and it's a big field. You right, know? <laughs> right. And even too, you know, even the uh, our young families, the elementary, um, they're able to come and have a Flag football, we posted sure. at, at our field, and so. Well, uh, and rumor yeah. has it there might even be a uh, fifth grade versus staff kickball game. Oh wow! Later this year out on the wow, field, so I'd like to umpire that. I, um, yeah, you're more than welcome. <laughs> so, Mr. Reagan, there, there, 
I know over the last several years, there have been um, a few phases of renovation at the elementary school too. Um, so if somebody hasn't been to the elementary school in the last five years, um, and, I, and I've, I used to be there every summer uh, in the gym, that was our volleyball practice facility, but, but since then I haven't really been down there. Um, what kind of things would I see in your building? Yeah, the most notable piece was probably about five years ago when the new addition was put on front um, to get a secure entrance for the building and then also uh, rearranged a few of the rooms, added on a couple of rooms. Um, interestingly, uh, we filled all of the new areas and um, we're completely full. Um, wow. We have well over 400 students now in the building um, and we use every room. There's no teacher's lounge. There's no conference room. Um, we actually started using this, the locker rooms this year for storage. Um, and a few other, few other things as well. We were literally out of space. Right. So it's a great problem to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, much rather it be that than the alternative. Uh, and the teachers have been super flexible about where we can put people and, and, and where we can uh, figure out a place to have class. Right. You have some intervention and different things that actually happen out in the hallway uh, just because the building is full. But um, that's a good problem to have, like I said, and that's something as we look forward, we'll need to determine, um, you know, as a community, as a school board, as a school, how we want to, um, how we want to solve that good problem to have. Um, we have been able to do some other upgrades, um, such as painting um, throughout the building, um, working on getting some new classroom furniture in a few areas, um, even the addition of the BenQ um, sure. touchscreen TVs was really big for us. So um, some of those fun things are going on as well. Um, what was the library at one time is now Mr. Lamb's STEM lab. Okay. Um, which looks a little bit like Da Vinci's lab. Um, sure. Completely full of fun stuff. Um, lots of great activities going on there. Before we were able to expand that room, he was in the classroom half the time and in the hallway half the time. Now he's only in the hallway about an eighth of the time, but uh, mostly able to contain it into the lab. Uh, a lot of fun things going on there, of course, with our NMAC um, equipment that we were able to get. Um, this year he added a Mars um, unit. There's a whole table that is set up like the planet of Mars, and students oh, wow. are driving uh, robots around on that to accomplish missions. Uh, soon they'll be doing that from a different room with a camera on the robot as if they were really doing something on okay. Mars. Uh, and also very exciting, um, I think they just came in the mail yesterday. Um, he has uh, 15 new drones that he's adding uh, wow. to the lab. So we'll soon have some a drone unit, which I never thought I'd be saying <laughs> at no the kidding. elementary level, but it's happening. So. so so here's what I'm seeing at a future football game. <laughs> Suddenly we have drones forming a flag over the field, things oh, like yeah, this. Oh, yeah, for so, sure. That'd be Half-time great. Halftime show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So one of the more recent changes yeah. um, that has to do really with personnel is, is that Josh Burkett has been – uh, announced or named or introduced as the new student services coordinator uh, due to a retirement, yeah. uh, as I understand, or a, uh, a pending retirement. Yes. What, what, um, what, if you could tell us who's retiring and then um, what does that position do? What's his responsibility? Sure. So Kathy Hunt is currently in that position now and she has decided to retire at the end of the year. Um, when I talked to Josh about this position, I said, this is the busiest position in the building. Um, which is very true. And I believe he's learning now as he's shadowing uh, Mrs. Hunt and her current role. Uh, But that position is really the jack of all trades. Um, You might be providing parents with different resources um, in areas of need that they might have. You might be working with students on different social skills. Uh, you got to remember at the elementary level, 
You know, we have them, they may not know how to keep their hands to themselves. Right. They may not know anything about personal space. Um, so you're solving a lot of social skills kind of issues. You're teaching really about friendship. You're teaching about getting along, how to solve conflict um, in an appropriate manner. Um, in addition to um, a focus on even career readiness, even at the elementary level, um, start thinking about, hey, what might I want to do someday? Mm-hmm. You know, is, is it going to be college? Is it going to be a different type of, of training after high school? Um, and then just really kind of an on-call of you never know when somebody might have a little meltdown or need a little right. redirection. Uh, and so his position is kind of one of the first responders to that. Um, so it really is. It's kind of the unspoken but busiest spot in the building. I like first responder. I think that's pretty good. And, and I think it appears to me, knowing Josh, I think he'll be good at it. Yeah, I think so. It's nice that he has an elementary background right. as well. I know he's taught um, second and fourth grade, so he has uh, has some experience. It won't be a total shock <laughs> to <laughs> exactly. come into the elementary. So, now, so you talked about really life skills, I guess, and 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 younger kids learning some things. We have a partnership with EES that we talk about. We've talked about publicly quite often, and uh, I know with Indiana about five years ago. Uh, they required, I believe it was about five years ago, they required sco- schools to uh, develop employability skills standards. And we work with, uh, it's one of our more recent, I guess, initiatives with the ES or focuses with the ES. And as I understand it, those employability skills um, go from from uh, 12th grade all the way down through the elementary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what kind of things at the elementary level are we looking at, um, in addition to maybe some of those that you mentioned as far as employability skills? Now, we're not going to, you know, we're not teaching them to code and, and putting them to work, or we're not sending them to, you know. Well, we are teaching them to code. But well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're not profiting yet. <laughs> Which is just crazy, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny the things that elementary school kids do now. You know, we were learning to tie our shoes. Um, so, so employability skills standards, what do those look like for a first grader, a second grader? Yeah, so some of that is going to be similar to um, what we were talking about with Josh's role. Um, Some of the simple things of how do I get along with others? How do I work in a group in an appropriate way? How do I handle conflict? Um, In addition to can I be on time? Which Can I get my work in on time? Um, can I ask a question if I have one versus just trying to move on without the answer? Right. Um, so a lot of it is some of those social type skills that Many of our employees, our employers wish that uh, some other applicants had when they come in. And and some of it I would even say is maybe used to be even common sense kind of things that that for whatever reason may not be anymore. But it's really just kind of looking at those kind of, I you know, sometimes they're called soft skills um, mm-hmm. uh, at the elementary level. And uh, along with kind of just exposure of, well, what are my options? Uh, I don't expect a first grader to decide what they're going to do for the rest of their life. Right. Um, but at the elementary um, level, we do want them to have exposure to different career opportunities. You mentioned coding. That's going to be a huge one um, that never used to exist when we were school Um, and then uh, what other different types of occupations are available Um, and really exposing kids to those and and kind of getting their wheels turning Um, and you never know you know you never know what we're going to be able to to um, introduce to a student I remember once at a previous stop bringing in a marine biologist Mm -hmm. uh, to a classroom in Indiana 
Well, not many people are thinking about the ocean when we're looking at cornfields, but you right. never know, you know, and now we have a student that's, that's doing that. So um, it's just really kind of opening up those possibilities. I had a student once that uh, his father was a marine biologist, and he worked at the fish farm over by Red Key. Okay, yeah, you know, and, there you go. And, and they, he was actually from Ireland, so boy, that's, that's so it's really about career exploration a lot sure. of times, too. What can we do? So as we start scaffolding those skills up to the middle school and high school level, um, where are we working with those students, Mr. Purdue, uh, once they get to the high school level? What are we, what are we looking for? Well, the neat thing about it is you mentioned EES, you know, and they've been a huge partner uh, to mm-hmm. us in our school, and and have continued to be, and um, so early on in the in the process, we uh, we were in the uh, looking at profile of a graduate, and that was one of our areas where uh, four key you know areas that we want our pillars. Um, so early on in the process, uh, both buildings, uh, teachers, administration were able to come together and say, you know, what do we want to uh, the profile of a graduate to look like. What does we want? To, what do we want a Westdale graduate to look like? And so uh, we were able to define, you know, what those key areas would be and things, which kind of ties into the deployability skills. Um, and so we were kind of already a little bit ahead of the game. Uh, and so now we're just now in the implementation play stage where teachers are kind of adding those uh, standards into the, the curriculum and things and, and looking at each month um, those components. So it carries over just the same, honestly, you know, there's, there's kids get bigger, right? <laughs> so, so at the middle school level, we're still carrying on those key areas, uh, those soft skills. Um, and so what we're hearing a lot from our, the employers, um, they're, needing, they're needing people to be able to show up to work and get along with others um, and, uh, and be on time. And so we're trying to just create that well-rounded student uh, when they're coming through at the middle school at the high school level. And the same areas that he just mentioned, those are the same areas of focus that we're having here at the mm-hmm. middle school, high school. You know, can, you know, getting stuff turned in on time, multitasking, communication, uh, collaboration, uh, all those just maybe just di- different way of saying it than at, you know, at the elementary level. <laughs> right, right. Um, now, uh, Mr. Reagan, you mentioned uh, the, the STEM area in your school. We have a really cool STEM area too. I I can't deny that I wander down there and, and then they'll ask me, why am I there? And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you be? Look around. Um, I was watching uh, Robot Wars right, the other yeah. day. I was invited to that. And, and I know Mr. Lamb, Mr. Williams, on STEM Day, it's become a, a statewide recognized event here at Westell mm-hmm. for others uh, to, to come and watch. Um, so um, what, uh, now I understand we're one of, maybe just a handful of school districts that are STEM certified district wide. Is that correct? That, that is correct. Yeah. So what does that mean exactly? Well, it means that you've gone through the STEM certification process, um, put forth in this, you know, the DOE uh, in Indiana. And, uh, and, you know, it means that uh, you, you've looked at the rubric mm-hmm. <laughs> and gone through those components. Uh, but, in essence, uh, it really highlights in the success of what teachers are doing on a daily basis, what we're already doing, right. um, and then aligning all of that to uh, celebrate you know, those, those key areas that represent STEM. And that's science, technology, engineering, and math. I actually have to write it down because I <laughs> will forget one of those things. That's correct. Every yeah. single time. Yeah. Um, and, and, and quite a feather in our cap, and I'm sure more schools will, will move towards that, um, but we're, th- we're there. And then we have to maintain certain standards. Is that right to to uh, keep that certification? Yeah, there's basically um, every. It's good for five years. So okay. in five years, um, we would go through that process again. 
the rubric gets tweaked over time and changed over time, and there's you know some different components um, to it. But um, basically, that process every five years, uh, you kind of go through it again. Uh, we've learned a lot going through the process, so I, I think we'll be much better prepared sure. uh, next time that comes around. Um, but you know, having a team of teachers that kind of work on that—it's not just one STEM teacher. Uh-huh. It's got to be everybody um, working on that and being ready for the for the next round of rubric and then the on-site visits. Well, that's fantastic. And the neat thing about it is too, you know, being one of the first schools and district schools, you know, district-wide to become STEM certified in the area. Um, you know, we've we've given us the opportunity to kind of um, assist other schools. You know, that that's okay. interested, and so um, Mr. Reagan and myself, we've actually hosted schools to come and visit. Uh, to kind of see, you know, what's going on here at Westdale overall as far as the STEM certification process, answer questions that they might have that we did not have early on. You know, we, yeah. did, we didn't have that uh, privilege and you know, um, right. have that, you know, help. Uh, so it's been nice, uh, I think, for us to be able to, you know, be able to help those other schools uh, in that process. That's, that's great. And, and uh, again, we didn't have that help here. Um, but we're willing to share, and th- yeah. and that's a nice thing. It's not really a competition. No, absolutely not. Um, it's it's just the betterment of, of students. Mr. Reagan, what can you tell us about your archery team? Uh, well, they're very good. Um, <laughs> we did have two students qualify for the state meet, which will be coming up uh, in early March down at the state fairgrounds, okay. um, which is a massive event. It's an all-day event. starts 7 in the morning and goes till the evening. Um, so we're very excited about that. Um, archery just kind of continues to flourish. Um, and we're very unique that we offer that in PE. So right. third through fifth graders uh, get to do an archery unit, whether they're ever on the team or not. Um, then we kind of have a club level and then a team level. So okay, so is that like JV varsity? Yeah. Would you say? Okay. Yeah. So um, lots of different a- areas to participate there. Uh, you've got Mr. Lamb, you've okay. got Mrs. Puckett, and this year uh, Mr. Carmen okay. um, has jumped on board with that. Um, so it's, it's really neat. It's a unique thing. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of elementaries that have a team. Um, you know, we do compete with just a handful of other schools around here. Right. Um, but, you know, that's another thing, like Mr. Purdue mentioned, we do get calls from time to time from different places saying, hey, can we come check that out? Sure. Um, that's unique, and we, we'd like to get it started, which would actually be fine with us because that would give us a couple more teams uh, to have meets with. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and I know that um, just through social media and a, a friend of mine who, who coaches at another school down in the Indianapolis area, um, they go to nationwide competitions. It's It's become just a really cool thing yeah no um, we've definitely got our fingers crossed for somebody to make it to florida <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Be volunteers a lot of for that for yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding yeah. so so uh just to, to wrap it up here um mr Egan, uh you know what else do you want to tell us uh, uh you know sort of a parting word uh, or a plug for uh west elementary school well i think uh, there's a lot of good things to come um we do have kindergarten and preschool roundup open right now yeah. uh so folks are calling in getting their kids registered um for next school year um we're we're really excited about that we are really excited about hopefully in the very near future um getting our service dog um we did get that approved it's taken a little while longer than we thought i like to say the dog was on back order (laughs) um but um we're going this is a cadillac of dogs so um, we're going through a company down in westfield um we do believe that the dog has been born, um, okay. and the, they go through a massive amount of tests. So out of the last litter, three dogs graduated uh, to the next round. Um, 
they get like 140 genetic tests. Wow. They go through um, all kinds of tests to make sure that they don't have any negative reactions sure. to loud noises or, or anything like that. Do you know what kind of dog you're getting? Um, it will be a type of doodle. Okay. Um, and we don't know a lot of details yet um, if it'll be a boy or girl, but we'll be finding that out soon. Um, but we do hope maybe around Easter time, roughly, um, this school year, the dog will be ready uh, to join us. And um, we're definitely looking forward to, to adding the dog onto the team. And I think the kids are going to yeah. be excited, too. So then who takes care of that dog over the summer? Yeah, so the dog will live primarily with Mrs. Puckett okay. um, at her house. And then we will have five to six trained handlers in the building. Uh, Mr. Burkett will be one. Uh-huh. Uh, the dog will spend a lot of a lot of its day with him, uh, but most folks in the office will be trained um, uh, to be able to have the dog, or if Mrs. Puckett goes on a vacation and the dog needs to have a sleepover somewhere else, sure, uh, it can do that, but we're looking forward to having the dog for a lot of reasons, um, but um, I think it's going to be a nice, exciting addition to the oh, school. That, that, that'll, be, that'll be a lot of fun, I'm sure. A lot of social media oh, yeah, uh, for surrounding sure. that as well. Mr. Purdue. All right, well... Uh, I know everyone's kind of counting down to spring break, (laughs) so uh, my uh, message for that would be just to finish strong heading into spring break, and then after spring break, I'm looking forward to the spring events and all the good things that happen after, you know, in the spring, and so... um, That's 29 days, in case you were wondering. 29 days, (laughs) all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, be here before we know it, but uh, just all the good things that, you know, go on in spring, and just hope everyone just enjoys, you know, uh, the, the, the end of the year time, and also I invite all of our community out. So rally around all those spring sports events, um, activities. We have a, um, the musical coming up and all That's these right. different different events coming up. And just so just look for something to support and come out and support your Warriors. Well, fantastic. Thanks to the both of you for stopping by on a busy afternoon. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having us. What's Up Westdale is a production of Westdale Warrior Cast, recorded in the podcast center located in room C10 of Westdale Middle High School, nestled in the rural surroundings of Gaston, Indiana. You can listen to all podcasts produced by Westdale Warrior Cast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you find your podcasts. If you'd like to contact us, please email us at westdalewarriorcast at gmail. You can also find Westdale Warrior Cast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Thanks for listening.